Hi, and welcome to Two Bros and a Mouse. We're excited to bring you this Disney-inspired podcast every week. I'm your host, Josh, and joining me tonight is my co-host, who also happens to be my brother, Elijah. Yo, what's up? Not much, man. How are you? Just living the dream, man. Just living the dream. All right. I just finished the Lego. No, I was going to say, I just finished Lego set. Ah, very nice. Very nice. Did it take you take you three weeks? Took me about two weeks. Yeah, it's the no. Sanction Centurion, the Doctor Strange building. Really good. Nice. Nice. Well, congrats, man. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> listen, guys. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, we uh, want to provide you guys with Disney news, entertainment, tips and tricks to navigate the parks, and most importantly, just a, a fun conversational topics. Our conversations, we're going to keep them focused on Disney parks, but at times we may go away from the parks and dive into movies, TV shows, collectibles, and really anything that make our love for Disney grow like Legos. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, But listen, be- before we dive into the news, we just want to let you guys know who we are. Um, so we're going to play a game each week that you guys can play at home or follow along and comment on our, our Facebook page, Two Bros and a Mouse. Um, and all these questions, there's going to be one question each week. And it's going to be a Disney-specific question. So, Elijah, are you ready? Yes, hit me. That's All the right. Question. <clears throat> so, everyone's favorite question when you think of Disney. What is your favorite current Disney World attraction? And what is your current least favorite Disney World attraction? See how I uh, squeeze two questions into one? I see that. I see that. So, we're talking about the whole WDW then. Correct. We're, we're staying East, East Coast. They can be well, any ride from all so, four parks. So behind the scenes of the podcast, I sent my brother this question, but it was the OG rides, <laughs> not the current. So this whole thing just opened up. A landslide today. At me. It is. I wanted, uh, I wanted to keep it fresh. Really, so I did not look at current... the notes before we started this podcast. <coughs> I did send them to you two days ago. Yes, but <laughs> I must have glanced the current part, not the OG so, you could go, and then you I'll. Do you want me out. to go? Yeah, go. All ahead. right. You want to start favorite or least favorite? Favorite. Okay. So, I looked at it as myself. So I took my kids out of it. I, I took my wife out of it, and I said, if I had, you know, fifteen minutes and I can only do one ride, what am I doing? Or what am I hopping in line for? And what I came up with was Flight of Passage. And in my head, it was the same way. Same one. Was it? Yeah, yeah I was going to say Flight. <laughs> it's it's just an incredible ride. I mean, just from the pre-show and, and how you connect to your, your Banshee, um, it's incredible. And I'm actually really excited now with Avatar 2 in theaters and, the you know, James Cameron coming out saying, yeah, I think we should give it a refresh. Yeah, okay. And I've talked to Bob about it. Um, so I think I mean the the ride will only get better. So yeah, I agree. That is that's my favorite. But a newer rule to this game is you cannot have the same answer as your co-host. So Elijah, you got to pick your number two favorite. Number two. Oh gosh, what can it be? Try to think it real quick through my head. Through my head. Uh my gosh. Give me your least ferret. I'll get, I'll come back at you. <laughs> uh, 
All right. If I had to go with my least favorite, and you guys are going to find out that I'm very much the I love everything Disney, and you, you guys might find that Elijah might might see things a little bit more black and white, <laughs> so to speak. But when it comes to least favorite, I am not a big roller coaster thrill guy. I'll do them, but it's not my favorite thing, which is why I generally stick to Disney World and not the park down the street. So I would say Mission Space over at Epcot. I think I, I can't do the intense version. It's just too much for me. And if you've ever done the oh, it's green, I believe. If you've done the green version, it is just you're sitting there in front of a TV screen. And it's like something out of a 1980s movie. It is just outdated. It's got n- nothing really to it. So for those reasons, that is my least favorite ride. Alright. I'm gonna keep my ferret as flight because it's okay to have the same, honestly. I think it's okay. okay. I I'm trying to think other ones. I do I am excited to go back beginning of February for the guys trip to do Rise of Resistance. Um I think doing it again will give us a better taste in the mouth because what happened last time at Disneyland, uh real quick, uh we didn't get the virtual queue in the morning. Uh and then everyone was upset about it. We were all grumpy, and at noon, we figure out a trick to get it at noon on the virtual queue, and we got it. But yeah, we were it's, just it's called, it's called talking to the cast members, to your friends and cast members to get tips and tricks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, we, we did it, but we are all kind of like a, a moody mood, I think. You know, spirits are high, but I think riding it again, I think it would be a much better ride. But right now, uh, my fare is flight, and my least fare, I would say is a spinning teacups. I never rode that ride Ooh. and I will never ride that ride because I did not do spinning stuff. Uh, wow. when, when my daughter wants to spin around, I leave the scene. Do well, not I am, spin. I was not expecting that. Teacups, man. But I can see Mission Space, man. Mission Space, same thing. Um, in clothes, you're moving around a lot. You're spinning. Yeah. So, hi. I vote, I vote we get rid of Mission Space and throw another IP. I second that. <laughs> so, all right, fun. Um, again, guys, feel free to, to leave us a comment on our Facebook page and let us know your, your favorite and least favorite. Um, but with that, the one thing I guess you guys won't be able to say anymore, which is going to be in our new segment, is Splash. So, um, Elijah, why don't you give everyone an update on kind of what we're looking like with Disney News? Yeah, so the Disney news this week was not as busy as the last couple of weeks. But we've got a few things opening up, finally. we got the Pete Silly Slideshow reopening up on January 15th. We have Ariel's Grotto, right? We'll be reopening on January 22nd. And this one, I was I was hoping it'll open up anytime. Hoping it to open up when my daughter and I went and my wife went in August. But it's finally opening up. Enchantress tells Will with Belle coming back on February 9th. So you got Pete's, Ariel's, and Enchanted Tales. 19th. 19th. My bad. February 19th. Uh, it's opening up, guys. Um, these three different things opening up. So, And I think they made an announcement today. They're saying they want to bring more uh, meet and greets back and more performance back. Any, AK Mode Disney Entertainment in the park is coming back. 
uh, which is great news. Uh, that definitely fills up, you know, keep people busy, less lines along and the Poplo rides and everything. So it's good. Um, other thing, um, like my brother was saying, Splash, its last date is this Sunday, the January 23rd. Um, so if you want to get on Splash, uh, probably too late once we drop this episode. But uh, I'll pour one for Splash right now. Pour one for Splash. <laughs> Hang on. Pour one out. Play the music. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Splash is gone. Um, and uh, daily mousekeeping has returned at Deluxe Resorts, a.k.a. House. What's it called? House cleaning? Yeah. Uh, is returning to Deluxe Resorts and Moderates and Values is still every other day. Just a heads up for that. And a quick uh, tidbit on Disneyland. Uh, making a mini railroad ride is opening January 27th. Using only a virtual queue. Only unless you don't want to get the virtual queue, you could use it. You can buy it individually with a Lightning Land, guys. That's at Disneyland opening up January 27th. Those are the big news topics for today. And I'm actually really excited for those three things opening up the meet and greets just because um, so it's great for little ones to meet those characters and everything. So with my daughter and my son hopefully going next year in 2024, I'm excited for those three things. We can something new to see at Disney. So, yeah. Thoughts? Perfect. No, I definitely agree. Anything, any opportunity to bring something back is great. Um, especially I am a, a huge fan of Little Mermaid and I enjoy the meet and greet with Ariel. So um, that is a highlight for me. We but, will be skipping that um, one. I might have to say hello. We'll um, be skipping the one. My not a fan of my daughter's not a fan of Little Mermaid. Well, I'm a fan of Little Mermaid. Okay. So anyways, um, just a reminder, by the time this does drop, uh, Pete's Silly, Silly Slideshow is already open. And then um, Ariel's Grotto will be open as well. Um, So just kind of keep that in mind. So if you're hearing a voice right now, it is open. And hopefully you guys are getting to the parks sometime soon. All right. So with all the uh, recent news stories, now's a a great time to to have a travel agent by your side to ensure that you're in the know and and you're getting the, the best deal possible on your next Disney trip. So if you're considering a... If you're considering booking a trip to Disney, Alani, Adventures by Disney, Disney Cruise, or a trip to Universal, um, let our show sponsors, Two Bros and a Mouse, Travel Agent Service, take the stress out of planning your trip by providing you with a stress-free, no-obligation quote. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at the number Two Bros and a Mouse. Once there, you can fill out a vacation questionnaire to get started, or you can always send an email to two bros and a mouse at gmail.com. Again, that's the number two bros and a mouse at gmail.com. And and those links will be in the description notes of this podcast. All right. All right. So with that out of the way, let's get let's get into the, the nuts and bolts uh of what we're talking about tonight. So we actually have uh something coming up in what about two weeks? Yes. So we have our second uh our second dudes trip. Dudes, 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 dudes. dudes. Uh which made us actually kind of have a conversation as we were planning this trip on kind of the do's and don'ts and the really the the tips and tricks that we learned from our first one a few years ago. So 
we want to take this opportunity, regardless if it's a, a guy's trip, a girl's trip, a friend's trip, to share some of our experiences and really our top 10 tips and tricks on how to really maximize your time at the parks and hopefully have the planning process be as least stressful as it has to be. So let's begin, right? So number 10 on our list of tips and tricks on maximizing a French trip. Um, one would be by memory maker. Uh, so the reason for this is a lot of times we think we can save a little bit of money, right? And then we will just be able to take pictures along the way. But sometimes that's just not the case, especially if you're on a trip in which you haven't seen each other in a long time. So, for example, this upcoming trip, we all live in different states. So I don't know throughout the day, throughout, you know, rides, um, you know, taking the, the transportation, food, all that stuff, if we're going to have the no, the, the, the whereabouts to, to take pictures along the way to remember the trip. So having Memory Maker, you have that, right? You can see a photo pass photographer that might not have a line and take a quick picture. Yes, and the best part is getting those pictures on those rides. So you have a magic band on those rides with the big drops and everything. You'll have that those fun pictures with your friends. That's a keepsake forever, right? Yep. yep. Okay. All right. Number nine. And this might sound silly because chances are, if you're listening to a Disney podcast, you're probably thinking to yourself, this is a no brainer, but make sure everybody in your party knows how to use the, my Disney experience app. And the reason for that, <coughs> the reason for that is simple. It's because we're going to be working as a group, as a unit, as a team, so you want to make sure that you're only as fast as your slowest player. Yes, you got to make sure those thumbs are fast. So, exactly. So the last thing you want to do is, you know, minutes. It, it, minutes count at Disney. So if you got to spend a few minutes to teach your friend at the park how to mobile order, that's going to take away from your time. So spend a few minutes beforehand and show your friend how to use the My Disney Experience and, app, or at least show them what they and the need. The biggest to know. thing about that is clearly you're going to have one person overseeing that app to get the light, to get the, what's it called? Disney Plus. The lightning lightning Sorry, get the Lightning Lands. But in the morning when you're trying to get the, you're buying the, the light, individual Lightning Land and getting that Lightning Land and getting on a virtual queue, you, you can all, th you can have three or four people on the same count doing it at the same time. So you want to make sure all your friends know what you're doing. So when that 7 a.m. hits, everyone's thumbs are moving at light year speed, you know? Which is actually a really fair point. I mean, look at look at Epcot, for example, right? You got, I think, the, the Figment popcorn bucket right now is still mobile order. You got Guardians, which is right now virtual queue. And then obviously you, you can, you know, Lightning Lane, let's say Remy's. So that's three right there off the gate, and I'm sure I'm missing something right now that everyone's screaming at me for. Oh, which would be the individual lightning lane. So if you if you wanted to double up on Guardians, then boom, those four those four phones right there. Yes, so that's why it's good for everyone in your party knows how to use that app. So on a travel day, if you're lucky, you have a travel day, that's the day you, you do the little homework with your group of friends and be like, okay, let's have a beer, and let's, let's go 
teach you how to do this app because tomorrow morning when we wake up a couple of minutes before 7 a.m., you'll be tapping that submit button over and over and over because if you do the analog thing, waiting waiting for the seconds click to 7 a.m., you won't get it. Uh, you the, the tip is three minutes before time drops at 7 a.m., you, you keep clicking that damn button. All right? And you get it and you click it. All right? That's how you do it. For those that want to visualize what's happening, Elijah is just pressing air right now. As fast as he possibly can. I don't mess around, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I guess that's a good segue to to number eight on our list, which is have a conversation about Genie Plus and whether we're going to purchase it or we're not going to purchase it. Same with individual lightning lanes. Everybody needs to be on the same page, and that's really going to be the theming throughout this process. You cannot all have purchase genie plus for the day and let's say there's five of you and three buys it and two don't because the two that don't have it they're going to slow you down so what's going to happen on your friend's trip it's really going to be two friend trips you're going to have the party of three and the party of two i got a question on that one if everyone's staying all right let's move on to number seven on the list uh, which is a really good one and i will say I think this is the one out of all of them that we did not follow during our first trip, our first guy, our friend's trip. Okay. And this is don't don't feel like you need to do everything. All right. And why I say that is because some rides are just not meant for adults. You know, I know Elijah was bashing the um, the teacups a little earlier, but that, I think that's a great example, right? Three grown men. Unless you absolutely love that ride, I don't think you need to do it. I think you'll become a Disney villain in saying that. I I know. I understand that. But same with like Mission Space Green. All right. Just going to throw a little bit more, a little more shade to my, my choice. You don't need to do it. And I think that's what got us when we went to Disneyland and just the sheer volume of rides that they have, and we felt like we needed to do everything. And looking back on it, I think you would even admit, Elijah, that instead of doing everything one time, there was definitely rides that we should have done twice. I agree. But the two, two thoughts of that is Disneyland was my first time, and I don't know when the next time I'll be going to Disneyland anytime soon. So experiencing all those classic rides at Disneyland, you know, the, you know, Mr. Y told, um, Pinocchio, all those rides. Uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Snow White. Snow White and that stuff. Yeah, the wait was 30 minutes, but, you know, it's a 30, for a 20, 30-second ride. At least I experienced once. Now, we go back there as a guy's trip. Yeah, we're skipping all that stuff. Like that. Like, Disney World is the same way, right? Like, Magic Kingdom, we're, we're, doing, to, we're doing a travel day, two days at Disney. So, we're doing two parks per day. Then we have a travel day, aka off day, to transition to Universal Studios and do one park per day. So we're at the parks for six days, but splitting it up with Disney Universal. So when we do the second half with Magic Kingdom, and we're trying to get into Trader Sam, we're not going to be able to do everything in Magic Kingdom, which I'm fine with. I know you're fine with. I think the guys are fine with it. So it's because we've all been there before. So I think, but I agree. Like at the end of the day, it's stressful because you want to do everything. But if you know you're going to come back, Take a step back. It was. It will be there again next year. Which I can't promise that because look at Splash, it's disappearing. Rock and roller coaster. No one knows what's going on with that. That might be rethemed. Rumors are. So 
you, if you really love a ride, maybe you have to do everything. <laughs> I wouldn't say everything. I mean, I think even those that have, you know, annual passes that go, you know, quite often, they, they, they're not able to achieve everything. So just don't feel like you have to do everything or over plan because that, I think, is when stress really comes in, especially when you have, you know, a plan that includes, you know, bathroom breaks and then the, you know what's going to happen when you're at Disney something's going to something's going to be out of commission yeah. right and then that's just going to throw you off so you just got to have that flexibility and just really that that understanding that you just won't be able to and do especially with a, if you have that go especially with a guys trip it's a lot of, for us we, we all like to drink and snack so that's going to is in our agenda too so we're not going to hit every ride. So our goal is rope drop, hit all the e-ticket rides and see what we can do. Uh, definitely with Hollywood Studios in the morning. Like, I, I know we're going to Olga's. I know my brother really wants to go to. Which one you want to go to? What place? Baseline. Baseline. Type house. Which I'm going to give him a 50-50. We might be, not be there. We'll see. Great, great pretzel. Yes. All right. So let's move <laughs> on to the next one. But yeah. But that's actually, you know what, I man? You've been crushing it, man. I, I give you props. You've been crushing it on the transitions. Oh, thank you. Because I, because the next thing on the list, number six, is rope drop. Mm. We we are both rope droppers. Um, and for those that don't know what rope drop means, it basically means you are one of the first ones in the park. It's not you're showing up to the So let's say park opens at 8 o'clock. You're not showing up at 8 o'clock. You show up at 8 o'clock. You've there's an hour the, wait already on Slinky Dog yeah, Dash. Yeah, yeah. This means you are at the bus stop 90 minutes before park open. You're taking that first or second bus. And back in the day, Disney would have a rope, and then they would drop that rope. And that's hence rope drop. But we recommend rope drop for the simple reason of those most likely you guys want, you know, you or someone in your party, you guys are going to want to do the the e-ticket attraction. So if you rope drop, the chances of you writing as many e-ticket attractions as possible increases, I would say, threefold. Yeah. Because sometimes you can get three good attractions in by the time the park officially opens to non-resort guests. And by then, if you do your lightning lane right, you should be getting a lightning lane between 9 and 9.30. So that by the time you rope drop, do a couple of those rides, get a quick breakfast snack, you ready for your lightning lane, get that lightning lane on, and you, you get other lightning lane afterwards once you check in with your magic band. So rope chop is a, is a for us, it's a no-brainer. We do it, right? So, and the biggest thing, perfect example is like this, I think we I have the perfect rope drop, which is you can agree to disagree in the comments, but at Hollywood Studios, we're starting that in the morning because we're going to lightning lane uh, slinky. We're going to pay for rise. Never rope chop rise, just pay for it. Because Rise always delays open mostly, and usually that thing is broken once or twice during the day. So you might be stuck there for an hour, and you miss rope drop and the beginning of the park. So, anyways, I don't want to get carried away. I was just gonna say that that happened to Jen took our oldest son Jackson on Rise, and yeah, it, it broke down. So yeah, so with rope dropping Hollywood, what we're, our plan is we're gonna go to Tower Terror Forest because half of it's working because they'll be doing refurbishments on it. And then we're going to fly over to Rockin' because they're right next to each other. Then shoot to Mickey and Minnie. That should be about 20, 15 minute wait by then. Then if we're lucky, we maybe get a Toy Story Mania, then hit Slinky with our lightning lane. And if we that could happen. And you just knocked out one, two, 
three, four, five, four or five rides before, let's say the park opens at eight thirty. You're there at eight before the park, as before an hour later, you 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 did five rides probably. Right, and yeah, you have and yeah. you have rides to save for later on. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much crush a lot, and then really at that point, you just. You're picking which one you want to stand in line for, and that's if you even want to stand yeah. in line for your toy store hopping, or Mania. maybe you want to do one or two more rides and then start stacking your lightning lanes for the next park, which for us is Magic Kingdom for that day. So yeah. So, but yeah, no, um, definitely recommend it. I will say that you might be, you know, screaming at the radio, Josh, Elijah. I don't, I don't wake up early. You know what we have to say. Suck it up. Suck it up. Suck it up. Suck it up, Buttercup. All right? It's the best thing you can do. It will relieve so much stress in your life if you rope drop. Yes. Absolutely. But at the same time, once and we'll touch on this, and you guys will get to know us and our strategies, but there might be, you know, we always recommend planning for a resort day, so that's the day to rest up. So, anyways... Number five, and this actually happened to us. It's going to be know who's going, all right? Uh, When you guys start planning a Disney trip, you guys are going to probably send a group text, hey, who's in, who's not in? And then people will slowly either go go in right away or they might bow out a few months later. Know who's going, stick to who's going, and give a deadline. It's really that simple. The last thing that you want is to book everything. Next thing you know, you just drop somebody, and now what was a realistic budget is no longer a realistic budget. Same thing if, let's say, we have a standard room with five in it. We added one. Now we're going to six, and we got to split that room or get two rooms. Your budget's going up. So just a simple one, but definitely something I think should make the top five. Yeah, and with Disney, you can always edit too, which is the best part. You can always edit your trip. So for us, we had three guys going at the time, and then our buddy decided he wants to go, and and we, we added him on, and then it was easy. So it's very easy to add on and drop and stuff like that at Disney. So, um, yeah, not much to say but, that. Yeah, but keep in mind, though, depending on the timing of year, if the number that you're going up to doesn't fit the room that you booked, Sometimes it could be very difficult to find something in that price range or even in that same value, right? Whether it's a value moderate or a deluxe. So just something to keep in mind. All right. And then I know we mentioned earlier about having some, you know, don't feel like you have to do everything. But we moving on to the next what one. What we want. Yeah. Okay. But what we want you guys, what we want, want you guys to do with our number four tip is going to be make a list two to three things at each park that you need to do and have everybody in your group do this because most likely somebody there's going to be overlap all right and depending on your group size you guys will be able to do everything and keep everybody happy yes and keep everybody happy and the reason why i say that is because to this day, on our last trip, um, our our friend that went with us, Pi, wanted mimosas. That was the one thing the guy didn't get, and I I won't live it down. No, the, no. The guy. I think in his grave, on his grave, uh, tombstone, would say, 
uh, his name and it says, I want to damn amongst us. F you, Josh. I think that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I know. So, and this guy wanted that. character buffet only for the crab cakes. And guess what? Disneyland was out of crab cakes. So no crab, no cakes. crab cakes. So you both, you guys lost. It was, it was poetic justice. And the one thing I will say is that if you have a friend that says, Oh, I don't care. Yeah. I'll just go with the flow. They care. They're full of it. They are full of it. S H I T. Full of it. Yeah, because what's gonna happen? You're gonna show up. All right, guys, let's do Tower of Terror. Ooh, yeah, no, I don't I don't wanna do that. Ugh, that looks that looks a little scary. Alright. Or you might wanna do Toy Story Mania. Yeah, that's just a little too kiddish for me. So make sure you get that list. Alright. Alright. Top three. Let's see what made the top three, all right? So, number three, you need to talk money. And I know, right, around the dinner table, there's a few things you don't talk about, one of them being money. But when it comes to your friends, everybody's at different places in their life. Everybody has different expectations. Don't be afraid to have that conversation about money, all right? Case in point, this trip coming up. (coughs) Excuse me. Our... Or one of our friends wanted to stay at a deluxe. All right. But that's not in my budget. Right. So we had that conversation and we came to terms with let's spend a little bit more at Universal. Okay. Right? Cause we're doing a split. And in exchange, let's, let's meet my budget and Disney. And together, those two numbers met what I was going to away. So, uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's super important. And obviously, you know, you might be, you, you might be a group of, doctors or lawyers or or just people that are really really good at saving their money <laughs> and you guys are like oh no we'll stay at a deluxe good for you all right but i would still recommend having that conversation because the same goes for sit-down meals right are you guys going to do sit-down meals because obviously that's more expensive then you got to look at the tip at the end all right um and then with the sit-down meals, what type of – are we sitting at – are we trying to do Victoria's and Albert, right, and spend a few hundred bucks? Or are we just eating at Mama Melrose and we're just getting some spaghetti and meatball? Um, so have those conversations. Get a budget. So this way you're not putting one of your friends in debt and they have resentment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And then number two and number one, I would say these are interchangeable. All right. But with number two, what we went with was don't have too many cooks in the kitchen. And Elijah, do you want to touch on why this is important? Because I feel like this impacts you directly. Uh, You try to tell me. Uh, I am the cook. Let's just be honest. Uh, I don't like to be taking. um, I'm the older brother of this relationship. Uh, I have all the four friends. I think my one friend is a little bit older than me, a couple months older than me. Uh, we're all one year apart, all of us. But my buddy and I were a grade above my brother and his buddy. We're all going together to Disney. Uh, a lot of budding I've had sometimes. My one buddy thinks he knows everything about Disney. He does, but I, I know a little bit more. Sorry. Not everything. Yep. He yeah. doesn't know everything. So a um, lot of budding heads, but... My personality, I love to plan things. So if anyone goes on the trip with me, I it's I'm the captain. 
of the ship. And there's, there's no debate about that. Right, Josh? I'm the captain. Some, sometimes you plant a seed and you let that yes. flower grow. That's all okay. I got to say. But, no, I appreciate that. It is going to be difficult at first to find out who's going to be, you know, uh, the, the ship captain, so to speak, or the chef in the kitchen. Which is why before we mentioned having that, you know, two to three things that you want to do that's on your must do list is so important because, yes, I am a planner as well. Well, both planners will talk in Disney on a podcast. All right. So for me to sit back and say, you know what, Elijah, you run with it. That means a lot. And what I will say that helped is saying, all right. You do what you need to do. I trust you. But these are the things I I think I the must biggest do. tip is if you have a lot of people that know about Disney and they all have different agendas and everything, is the night before the, that dinner, before you go on the next day, you have a conversation. Okay, guys, this will, this is what's going on tomorrow. We're going to uh, we're gonna start at Animal Kingdom, then we have Epcot and we're doing around the ward. So do we want to do all the rides before? What rides if you don't get to four o'clock to start around the ward, like it's just conversations and knowing what the goal is the next day. Or you could have that conversation before 7 a.m. So that's one reason I kind of like Genie Plus is because you could plan as you go throughout the day, especially before 7 a.m. Before Fast Passes, everyone needs to know what we're doing for those, th- for those three rides two months in advance. Okay? Uh, so, or three months, however far advance it was in the past. So at the end of the day, it's it's kind of good with the, this Genie Plus. I, I'm a, kind of a fan of Genie Plus. I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of people are not because uh, it's just day-by-day operations, and that's the stuff I like. And you have a group of friends. You can talk it out every single day. And you'll learn from each other every day at a theme park. Like, well, he didn't really like that. Oh, he really wanted his mimosas, so we should better find some mimosas tomorrow. All right. Oh, this guy didn't get his crab yeah. cakes. Oh, maybe he had too many crab cakes, and he pooped himself. So – at the end of the day, it's just you, you, it's just operation. So you should have a team leader, but the team leader should be able to lead and communicate and listen to his, uh, his, you know, his followers. That's great advice. Are you looking yeah. in the mirror? <laughs> huh? Must be the Anyways, beer I'm drinking. Uh, before, well. <coughs> we're a little over 35 minutes. So that's, you know what, we'll, we'll leave this and we'll have a separate okay. conversation. All right. So that's going to bring us to number one on our list. So we're going to wrap things up, but just as a review of where we're at, where we were and where we're at right now. Number 10, just as a recap on the top 10 tips and tricks on a friend's trip. Number 10 by memory maker. Number nine, Know how to use MDE. Number eight, use Genie Plus or do not use Genie Plus. Make sure it's a group decision. Number seven, don't feel like you have to do everything. Six, rope drop. Five, know who's going and figure that out as soon as you can. Number four, have everyone on your your team do a must-do list. Two to three things. Keep it simple. It could be food. It could be rides, etc. Number three, talk money, set a budget. And number two, don't have too many cooks in the kitchen. Like Elijah said, assign a team leader. And number one, have a loose plan. You need to have a plan. I cannot emphasize that enough. However, it cannot be a rigid plan. It could be a rigid plan, but 
I disagree. It could be a rigid plan, but the plan you gotta know going to Disney, things fall apart. Okay. Last time I was Disney, we were supposed to go to Frozen first thing in the morning, and it was broken down for two hours. We never got to it. Rest of the day. Um, so you gotta know, like you gotta have a plan. You, you're going freewheeling on Disney. You're not gonna get do half the things you want to do, but you gotta know at least your first two hours of action of the park, and then after that, you kind of figure things on the go. So definitely rope drop, have a plan in that hour after have a plan, clearly have your reservations ready to go. And you got to know things going to happen last minute, right? Um, at the end of the day, right? It's a perfect example. Of like, you know, we're going to, well, we'll, we're going to Hollywood studios in the morning and then we'll have to leave Hollywood studios around 1230 to get to Trader Sam, which is in the poly, uh, which is a deluxe resort by magic kingdom. Trader Sam is a really cool lounge. It's like it's a very small lounge, AK bar that's all tiki theme, and it's really cool. We did it in Disneyland. It has all these souvenir cups. Really fun place. The point of this conversation is, is we have to sit there at one thirty to get our name on the list because they start taking names at two, and the place opens at three. So our goal is to go back to Magic Kingdom, but we might be called anytime. We will have to run back to Tiki Room, uh, Trader Sam. My bad. Sit there and Trader Sam. We might have so much fun. We might be there for three hours. And the goal, we might miss a lightning lane ride or two because we have so much fun. Anyways, so (laughs) it's just like things happen like that, but go with the flow. That was the point of my conversation. Like Magic Kingdom really don't have plans because at the end of the day, it kind of like the number one thing I think we all agree is Trader Sam. Get into Trader Sam and see what happens, right? And definitely Tron's not opening. So that really relieves the stress a little bit. Like we're both disappointed not having Tron, but at the end of the day, it kind of helps. We're not there when it just opens up. So, yeah, and Splash obviously is is down right now, as you know, Elijah mentioned earlier. So, yeah, I mean, really, the big thing with the plan is don't show up to, don't show up the first day of your vacation at Disney and say, "Hey, what were we eating at?" That oh needs my god, to how many people come up to like right? to these popular? Re- I mean, I'm sitting there with my family in August. It's like people coming up at Sci-Fi at five o'clock. We're waiting to be taken in with our reservation. Hey, you need wait. No, wait, it's like three hours. Like, what? How's it going to be three hours? Because you're at Disney and you're trying to do sci-fi diner. Food's not that great, but it's a great yeah, atmosphere. So that, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what we mean about having, at least that's what that's I mean. That's why you need a travel planner plan, like us. Right? We'll get you there. Exactly. Right. And that's I think that's a great, yeah, I mean, a, a travel agent is, is perfect because they're going to keep you in the loop. Right. Because... You, I don't know if you guys have seen the video, but I love watching the videos of rope drop. And I know I'm going off tangent right now of the the rope drop early magic hours. Right. When you you have two lands open, you got Tomorrowland and New Fantasyland. But guess what? They make a left and try to go yes. to Adventureland. Like, no, man, that, yeah. that ain't open. You just the right side of Magic time. Kingdom is open for 30 minutes early for park guests. People don't know that. So they go to left, the left side, which is Adventureland. That doesn't open to the real park hours open, which is you know, 30 minutes later. So it's just, it's just, people don't know. And you know, it's, it sucks, right? It's just so much playing at Disney. It's not like back in the day when I, we talked to my, our father and he's like, yeah, we just put your kids in the car and we just went, you can't do that anymore. You just can't go in the car and just go. Right. So yeah, that's. Yeah. So no, great point. Yeah. So make sure you do your, your dining reservations 60 days out. Make sure you have a plan with genie plus. All right, and you're waking up at seven o'clock, and you're getting that first reservation. 
and and have a plan of attack on how you're going to rope trap. All right. The last thing you want to do is wake up early, get to the park and then say, oh, what are we going to do? And end up going the wrong direction. But at the same time, you need to know which order you're going to do your most do's. All right. Quick pro tip would be if you're deciding between an outdoor and indoor attraction, knock out the and the weight's about the same. Do the outdoor attraction because it's Florida. Chances are it's going to rain at some point. All right. So you, these are little tidbits that you got to keep in your mind. And little tidbits you will find out if you come back every week to this show. So, Josh, let's wrap this bad boy up. All right. So we hope you guys enjoyed the, the topic this week. Um, it's going to be... <clears throat> It's going to be a fun ride, but we're going to look to have more conversations like this each week. Um, and again, we're going to try to stay inside the parks, but occasionally we might go outside the parks. Right now, I know I'm doing a uh, a Disney animation binge on Disney+. And my, Plus, and my family and I, anyways, next weekend, is going to see Disney on ice. But not Liam. Oh, Liam, who's Perfect. our nine-month-old son. We're leaving him with the in-laws. He stays at home. He doesn't go anywhere. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, so anyways, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we're going to be doing this weekly, so look out for the weekly drop. Um, we're going to be hopefully doing it. What day are we look planning for between Tuesday and Thursday? <laughs> Just be honest. So once I okay. get, get used to the editing and the process and everything between Tuesday and Thursday week guys and leading up to a guy's trip, we're pretty much going to be talking about tips and tricks, right? What's it? What's what we got? Do we know what we're doing next week? Yeah. So, so, so next week the, we're going to be the, doing, let the people have the teaser. next week. All right, next week we're going to be talking about packing. Everyone's favorite subject. What should Mm, I bring to Disney? And that's just full of dots. We're going to talk about towels too and now. A crap crap ton of diapers. We're definitely going to be... I was going to say, yeah, no, this is adult only, so instead of diapers, we're going to be talking about hangover I like that. I got a few good hangover uh, tablets I will show you guys, I mean, tell you guys about. All right, we're going to be talking about chafing. All right, we're going to be talking about real adult And do not wear Steve Madden's in the park because you you will be going to Walgreens at 6 a.m. in the middle of uh, California (laughs) to get uh, ankle braces (laughs) and some gel. That is true. But anyways, again, guys. We we hope we hope you enjoy this show, and uh, really, guys. Until next time, you know, make every day a, a magical day. Pe- we'll Peace, see guys. you real soon. Take it easy.